up to the sounds of the silence that allows for my mind to run around with my ear up to the ground. I'm searching to behold the stories that I told when my back is to the world that was smiling when I turned. today kind of like a bunch of stuff came out at once but it's kind of weird uh, you'll see when we get there so what's the show gonna be today woke culture has ascended to a new level here's your world war ii shooter bro britney spears about to name names based ccp fuentes vs sticks mega boomer just imagine yawning at your own double homicide trial mike lindell to live stream supreme court reinstatement on thanksgiving Biden leaks re-up. Bunter Hyden rubbernecking topic. The FBI just admitted Biden is a pedophile. Project Veritas journalist raided by the FBI. So that's the show today. Uh, it's going to be kind of a little heavy towards the end because it's a little bit serious. <laughs> so sit down, relax, enjoy. We'll get right into it. Woke culture has ascended to a new level. It has a picture of Microsoft Ignite. It's like a woman and a dude. <laughs> I don't know. 
The memes are coming true. The parodies are becoming reality. Our society is coming to a close. I want you to spend a minute of your time and just look at a snippet of the newest Microsoft Ignite keynote. These motherfuckers are literally prefacing everything they say with their gender, pronouns, sexuality, and a physical description of themselves before they even speak something of substance. After the host clarifies the building they were in was built on land owned by different Native American tribes. <laughs> wow. I, oh my god. Let's, <laughs> let's see how woke it is. First, we want to acknowledge that the land where the Microsoft campus is situated was traditionally occupied by the Sammamish, the Duwamish, the Snoqualmie, the Suquamish, the Muckleshoot, the Snohomish, the Tulalip, and other Coast Salish peoples since time immemorial. Blah, 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 blah. My name is Allison Wines. I'm a senior program manager in our developer tools division. I'm an Asian and white female with dark brown hair wearing a red sleeveless top. And I'm Seth Juarez, program manager in the AI platform group. I'm a tall Hispanic male wearing a blue shirt, khaki pants. Hello everyone, I'm Natalie Godilla. I'm a Caucasian woman with long blonde hair and I go by she, her. I'm a product marketing lead here at Microsoft and co-host of the podcast Security Unlocked with this guy. Yes, that would be me. Hello everyone, I'm Nick Fillingham. I'm a Caucasian man with glasses and a beard. I go by he, him, and I'm a security evangelist here at Microsoft. Holy shit. Oh my God, they use the blah, blah, blah cut. They use the blah, blah, blah cut, guys. Oh, I love it. I do that too. It's so great. Wow, dude. This it's comically bad. I almost think it's a skit, but it's real, guys. <laughs> it's the sad part, it's real. Huh, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> huh, first post. They're calling it Ignite because they want you to holocaust them. <laughs> American Keck first post, best post, yes. Bless you, 4chan. Bless you, bless you, 4chan. This Irish anon says, that set looks comfy. I want to live in a postmodern house designed after that look. Post like a bathing cat. This guy says, you'd love Marion County, CA. This American says, you're a nigger. <laughs> yeah, probably a nigger. This American says, that's it, I'm switching to Linux. <laughs> Grown white man, unemployed, unshaven, only wearing underwear. <laughs> I love it. This American says, what the fuck is this shit? These are literal elites rebelling against prole culture or something. They're barely even human. This American says, are they being ironic? This dude says that bitch is white. But <laughs> yeah. it's like whatever she said her nationality was, eh, white. <laughs> you are white. Yeah, dude, I hate that, dude. The whole 23andMe test were like a skazam to get people to sign over their DNA to the kikes so that they could say that they weren't white. <laughs> dude. Oh my god, it's, it's, it's Jews all the way down. Spirka <laughs> says, why do they describe themselves for the blind people? Dude, who the fuck knows, man? Maybe so they could say they're more woke. They found a way to be more, even more woke. Give us more investment money, please. We're more woke. This Birbang says, if you use the word woke, you're an incel. <laughs> okay. If you use the word incel, you're a chud. <laughs> I love it. If you use the word chud, you're a faggot. <laughs> uh, I love it. <laughs> Move on from with that. Here's your World War II shooter, bro. Imagine your great grandparents died for this LMAO. They're just humiliating you and laughing in your face. I don't know, some black dude like lecturing this Nazi about where he came from. So in German, it's just so stupid. So stupid. First post is this poll posting. Remember what you're fighting for? It's like this dude thinking about this fat black woman. <laughs> uh. 
this American goes off on how Jewish slanted World War II fucks up black people and Hitler and stuff. He goes on a big in-depth rant about it. Smerget says, every single cocksucking faggot that fought for the Allies deserves to be relentlessly mocked. Yeah, a little ironic coming from an American. Do we suck the Jewish dick? <laughs> uh, fucking Trump talk about how Congress isn't owned by Jews anymore. Dude, how much did that fucking... Remember the missile bill that just passed that they pulled out of that other bill? And they're like, we're just going to put it as its own bill. Dude, it passed with only nine people voting against it. Dude, and Jews don't own Congress anymore. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever you say, dude. I don't think anything else could, gets as unanimous support <laughs> than an Israel shit. This guy says, in America, the Jewish have exclusive rights to be victims of genocide. <laughs> so true. This guy says, nuclear reset win. Yeah, <laughs> one of that. Nuclear reset win. Yeah, guys. <laughs> Next thread. Britney Spears about to name names. <laughs> I gotta read this. It's hilarious. Britney Spears. The moment I smile and I realize I haven't in a very long time. My mom gets so concerned and says, you're acting weird, what's wrong with you? I say, hi, my name is Britney Spears, nice to finally meet you. Before I go any further, forgive me in advance. It's been 13 years and I'm a little rusty. It was a family business before, it's no longer that anymore. I was born today because I got to smile, so thank you for exiting out of my life and finally allowing me to live mine. Psst. Do I know how mean I sound? Yes, I 100% do, 100%. Thumbs up. Shrug. <laughs> Psst. My dad may have started the conservatorship 13 years ago, but what people don't know is that my mom is the one who gave him the idea. I will never get those years back. She secretly ruined my life. And yes, I will call her and Lou Taylor out on it. So take your whole I have no idea what's going on attitude and go fuck yourself. Middle finger, middle finger, middle finger. <laughs> you know exactly what you did. My dad is not smart enough to ever think of a conservative shirt. But tonight, I will smile knowing I have a new life ahead of me. <laughs> I think Brittany is a little <laughs> seething a bit. <laughs> first post. <laughs> first post. <laughs> first post is that tranny going, leave Brittany alone. <laughs> leave Brittany alone. <laughs> Uh, imagine getting famous off that. Yeah. This dude says he's a full-blown tranny now. Yeah, I wonder if he cut his dick off. Oh my gosh, this guy says, say his name, Paul. And he posts that dude with the Dan the Cherry Picker Schneider. <laughs> Dan, catch her and bite her, Schneider. Dan, they're all pink on the inside, Schneider. Dan the Diaper Sniper, Schneider. Aw, oh, dude. Dan, literally a pedophile, Schneider. And has Dan with like, oh my god, dude, do you think he fucked her? Dude, do you guys think he fucked her? He had to, didn't he? He had to have fucked her, right? He totally fucked that. <laughs> Look how close she is to him. Why would she be that close if she hasn't, like, literally fucked that dude? Weird. So weird. Yeah, look at him here, dude. Dude, he's fucked all these girls, hasn't he? Weird. <laughs> this guy says, What the fuck? Is there a child in the industry this man has not tainted? <laughs> dude, I doubt it, dude. It looks like he's diddled all of them. Dude, he's diddled them all. <laughs> this guy posted this picture. I was repeatedly raped at Hollywood orgies. <laughs> Don't want to go anywhere near Hollywood, dude. You crazy fuck. <laughs> this guy posts post a picture of Philip DeFranco in the middle saying, There's no gay agenda. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's a bunch of gay agenda shit around it, dude. Oh, man, dude. Philip DeFranco used to be based, and then he mar got married, and... Then he got a kid, and he became, and he lives in the city now, so 
Yeah. Dun dun dun. <laughs> Became a fucking faggot. Uh, he used to be pretty good when he, you know, would post hot sexy women for his little thumbnails to get views. <laughs> Took advantage of that when you could do it on YouTube and, oh, can't do that anymore. Lucky. <laughs> Lucky he did that at the time. Moving on. Based CCP Fuentes vs. Stixon Hammer Mega Boomer debate. Place your bets, fellas. Uh, I watched a little bit of the debate, but I don't know, it was kind of boring. <laughs> To be honest, it was kind of boring. I'll try to cut together a little bit of it here. I don't know. It was kind of boring, so I'm going to try and find some parts that weren't that weren't boring, and I'll just put a little bit of them here. We'll see. Let's see what people on the thread said. This guy says, neither of them. Christ is king. <laughs> America says this. Fuck both of those retards. Uh, I like Sticks better than Fuentes, but I think Fuentes probably embodies Paul more directly. I'm not, who knows? I don't really, they're both not the greatest, so. <laughs> Gay, Trump-loving twink debates ugly, shirtless, Satanist fanboy. Wow, can't wait. <laughs> yeah, I love it, exactly. This guy says, Killstream's still a thing? <laughs> yeah, dude, they're the ones that caught Christian Western Chandler getting arrested, so you should thank them for still being a thing, because they're the ones that got that. Even though they're obnoxious faggots, they got that shit. I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. I'll just zoom through it and cut together some pieces that look interesting, maybe here. As we're here talking about China, uh, basically how... You know, distance to the U.S. should view China, approach China, and it could go a bunch of different places. Chinese ties to U.S. businesses is the problem. China uh, literally about five days ago banned Let's Go Brandon. You know that rap song that was created that was uh, trending on Apple? They banned that from TikTok for disinformation. Now, how is China based? How is it better than the West? If you're trying to say that the United States is better, you know, I mean, I think it's six of one, half and a dozen, half a dozen of the other. Is it marginally better? Maybe. I mean, you say, well, if you have the wrong opinion, you won't be dragged to a re-education camp. Well, I wouldn't be so sure that that's going to be the case within five years. You know, in America, the coercion is directed at this very toxic, uh, progressive, liberal ideology. So, you know, when you're being put on the no-fly list or you know, you're being deplatformed or debanked or whatever. It's because you love America too much for, la you know, in short, it's because you talk about Jewish power. It's because you talk about white identity. It's because you are proud of being white. It's because you're proud of your country. You're proud of your ancestors. And maybe you're too chauvinistic about it, or maybe you're too, you're too prideful about your identity. People are not being dragged to concentration camps in China because they're too proud of their identity. And so, now, the Chinese would never bristle at the idea that their golden boy in the White House would be would be. OK, ridiculous. but, you know, that let, would let's, never happen. let's get on to that subject, because you keep saying you said Beijing, Biden and their golden boy in the White House. How come then the defense secretary Lloyd Austin is saying that we're going to go to war over Taiwan? How come our U.N. ambassador is saying we're going to go to war over Taiwan? How come we're over there antagonizing them over that Taiwan? That wasn't said. Well, that's, first, that wasn't that's said. That's the first time. No, no. That is well, what, they they, said. what they said is that they would if Taiwan was invaded because we have a defense treaty with them. Yeah. And well, by the way, by the way this is choice. unprecedented. This is unprecedented. This is the first time. And you can, yes, it is. Yes, this yes, is the first time. Right. Yeah. And so Beijing Biden, his his DOD and his State Department is saying for the first time, we are willing to go to war to to keep up our defense alliance. And do you know what that's called? That's called Taiwan. bluster. That's called bullshit. Well, what? Well, I thought it's he was Beijing Biden. I thought he's Beijing Biden. Why is he blustering with the Chinese? Shouldn't he be better? And by why the way, did he end, why, why he, did he end the trade struggle with China Atlantic then Council? the Trump began? If he hates China so much, why did he end the trade war the against China? The tariffs are still in place. 
Okay, why did he end an attempt to extend those tariffs that Trump? <laughs> oh, he put didn't in place? end it. He just didn't. He's just not going further. Maybe because there's a giant supply chain crisis. But you acknowledge yourself. That so he cares about the place. supply chain crisis. Then why is he also trying to fire a bunch of longshoremen with his OSHA mandate? See, nothing well, you're saying ultimately makes mandate. logical these, these sense. All, no, because what you're saying are non sequiturs. You know, to say, and that's obviously no, deceptive because you said, oh, well, Biden, Biden ended the trade war. And you just said, well, actually, no, he didn't. He just didn't. He just didn't extend it like Trump had planned on doing. But the tariffs are still there. The defense secretary threatened war over Taiwan. What's no, more, he didn't. you look at the Atlantic Council, they're talking war, about war Chinese influence. Threatened. You look at the war State Department, they're talking about Chinese influence for the first time. This is like this is in the last year. Your entire debate, your entire debate so far goes down Bezos. to misrepresenting what has been said by various people. War it's was not opposite. threatened with Taiwan. It's the opposite. You said that Biden ended the trade war. He didn't end the trade war. The tariffs are still there. He's not fighting any trade war. The tariffs are still there. Are they or are they not? That's not a continuation of the trade war. Trump the was continuing the fight. Trade war. Tariffs aren't a trade war. The Trump tariffs that he put in place to cripple Chinese manufacturing, that Which Biden is a good thing, kept, by the way. that Biden kept, that's not continuing the trade war. No, continuing and when they to extend war over Taiwan, the tariffs that's bluster, is a trade which doesn't war. Count, but he's their golden boy, right? War was not threatened. War wasn't threatened. That, okay, they said we'll go to war if Taiwan is invaded, which has never is been Taiwan, said before. Which is Taiwan, said before. do you believe Taiwan will be invaded? Because I think that's worship. I uh, think that's No, but I hope, I hope that they get invaded. They I hope that they do, but so that that's not happen. a threat of war. You know, Biden is not a competent, this is not a real political actor. We are talking about a figurehead for the deep state. We're talking oh, about true. a figurehead for State Department, intelligence community, et cetera. All those people, all those bureaucrats, they want war with China. Those people are not, they're not in any sense. They don't um, want Beijing war with China. They lose all their like investments. That. China well, is then, globalistic. They've absorbed trillions of dollars of investments. Then, what's with all the saber rattling then over Taiwan? Why it's not just posturing. give it to them? Why not just it's give posturing. it to them? It's posturing. It's posturing. And it why them? should any, we can't give anything. Taiwan's an independent nation. They have well, to make why, their own decisions. Well, the only, they're not independent. If we gave up our defense sure pact with them, China would come in and seize them. Doubtful. Would, China, China would have to have a functioning navy first. Oh please! Oh please! Taiwan They'd have is to have right a navy off the coast. The idea that Taiwan could put up a defense by itself is laughable, and you know that. The only thing that's no, standing between Beijing controlling Taiwan is America, which we're doing now that's, more aggressively. That's nonsensical. And what's more is it's not just. It's not just the DOD, it's not just the State Department, it's even big tech. Like if you went back four years ago or something, I remember it was uh, Google said they would not do contracts with the Pentagon. They said, we will not make weapons of war for the Pentagon. In recent years, all the big tech companies, Zuckerberg, Bezos, you know, Facebook, Google, all of them, they have all lined up to get these big contracts with the federal government and said, you know, if we want to outcompete with Chinese big tech, if we want to outcompete with China, we've got to work with America. And they specifically say this nonsense about we have to ensure the world is safe for democracy. And that's why Facebook and Google have to partner with the federal government to compete with Chinese big tech, to compete with the Chinese government. It's like, you know, so you're you're trying to say that like there's this and don't get me wrong. There's some Chinese influence. You know, you have Eric Swalwell had an Asian mistress. Yeah, okay. But the idea that American big tech and the American State Department yeah. are like not opposed to China, that's just ridiculous. And like none of the evidence Nick. supports that. Nick, there was a report just last year that several million Chinese loyalists had infiltrated things in the Western world. 
So is that not, not influence or what, what about true. Feinstein's limo driver too? Oh, Feinstein's limo driver. And and yeah, I mean, sure, probably a lot of the, years, if I remember correctly. I'm sure a lot of the foreign students are probably Chinese spies. There's no doubt about that. But I mean, that's so, so, China, so China spies, uh, spies on the West. Yeah, we're moving we spy in a Chinese China. direction. We're moving in a Chinese direction that's more totalitarian and that's not a good thing. But we should be more like China. What exactly is your point? Let's let's say that the Western sphere shrinks. That doesn't mean the U.S. government has less power over U.S. citizens and therefore U.S. dissidents. It just means that they're not capable of extending the power to Panama or something. How the hell does that help U.S. dissidents? It helps U.S. dissidents in the same way that America can stir up problems in other countries. I mean, you, it's not. But what does that like have to American do with domestic revolution? censorship? What does that have to do with domestic censorship? Well, or anything let, like that let's, that let's entertain, us specifically. OK, let's entertain a hypothetical. In the future, China's more powerful, and Darren Beatty has talked about this too. What if China were to go in and say, we're going to open up our servers and we're going to host American sites, we're going to open up our payment processors and process American payments for what American if? dissidents? What That's, if? yeah, what if? That is, and I happen. don't know. Yeah, I don't know that they're going to do that, but that's an example of what becomes possible. The possibilities open up for an alternative to American hegemony to present itself. We already have that. No, we don't. Yes, we do. What's There's the, new yeah, tech. We're new talking. tech is out there. We're we're innovating. Oh, okay. We're making things more censorship preser uh, oh, preserving yeah, censorship because right. we have BitChute and we have Rumble. Don't get me wrong. You can I, use them. I admire I admire the efforts of people creating alternative tech, but in the grand scheme of things, this is a losing proposition. Insofar it would be as they better to put state. your servers. It would be better to put your servers in a third world country than to put them in China. Most of these companies that you see as partnered with the U.S. government, abusing you, abusing me, etc., are tied with China, Nick. They have investments in China. Google is trying to make a browser for China. Facebook sells shit to China all the time. So how is how is China or the Chinese system any better? It's not. It's I'm worse. Not, I'm not saying the Chinese system is better. And I'm not even saying that China will help. Nick, I, I, real, I realize what you're saying. You're saying that, you that the Chinese system. Yes, I do. Let, let me paraphrase okay, you. The Chinese right. system is fine insofar as they're censoring people other than I would be if no, I were Chinese. No, yes. that's not what I'm saying. You're saying as long as they don't censor me for saying there's hand supremacy, everything's uh, fine. Let me ask you saying. this. Go, if, 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 turn into a Chinese person, Nick. Okay. Go over to China and make a video about how Tibetans are ugly or something and see how long before you get into the gulag. They're not even ethno-nationalists. Agreed. They're not even ethno-nationalists, Nick. It's I, a lie. I'm not saying that China's necessarily going to, thank you. I'm not saying that China's going to help us. I'm saying that right now, our problem is that the American regime is, is an occupied, we're, we're living in an occupied country. The American regime is this hostile, parasitic, foreign elite. But it doesn't stop there. The American regime is the regime that runs the world. They don't just run our country. They run a global hegemonic system. That That is really the problem, is that what they say goes on most of the planet. So, so it's not be that China, China ran it. Yeah. No, it's not that China is going to come in and help us. It's not that China is going to come in and be more benevolent. It's not that China has a better system. It's that as the American regime recedes and is humiliated, it loses credibility. It loses legitimacy. It loses its ability to project power. That's a good thing for us. Let's if China go Brandon is, is worse for Biden's credibility. What? 
Let's go. Brandon is so worse let, for let me, the U.S. regime's uh, credibility than anything what? that China is doing. The Belt and Road Initiative. They sold U.S. military intel to China. They have investments in Chinese coal and oil. Isn't a fight against China a fight against Israeli cultural imperialism? Yeah. No. no. Absolutely, it is. Israel is controlling Beijing. This is is quite clear. <laughs> what? Israel's control. People say, well, China bought. Intel from Israel, so Israel owns Beijing. This is a non sequitur. And the, uh, the Xi Jinping is going to have like Netanyahu there at any point. Talk Kevin eighty seven says sticks. You say TikTok is Chinese because they made it. So in that sense, communism is Jewish because it was invented by various Jews. So now, will you call it Jewish communism? Not my Chicoms. Well, that's not an internet site, but yeah, I mean, people that were Jewish were involved in the development of communism. Absolutely. I've never denied that. Uh, Kara Tacos Eustis says, China number one, stick three educated soon. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. I, I go to Chamba. <laughs> soon, soon. This is the last one. To be fair, Vouch, fat gay retard, also said he worries about Chinese imperialism in Afghanistan and the world. Sticks, how is your view of China different than Vouch? Well, I mean, uh, for one thing, uh, I'm not completely retarded, so uh, that would be one thing. Um, Vouch is like a broken clock in the sense that occasionally he says something that isn't completely moronic, and I guess that's one of the very few things that uh, he said that makes sense. Although I don't give a shit about China's influence in Afghanistan, I really don't care what happens there. I'm only interested in Chinese uh, influence over U.S. culture through uh, its various subversions. Okay, moving on. Uh, just. And it's a dude with like a pill case. Or I guess it's not a dude, it's a fucking tranny with a pill case. After a few years, I got my meds down to a pretty decent balance. Who else takes any of these? And what's your daily cocktail? I take 8 of 10 every day. <laughs> it's top right is like Zoloft for depression, Adderall for ADHD, Lamogurutine for BPD, whatever the fuck that is, Hydrazine Trezicide for anxiety and sleep, Naltrexone, for, I don't know, for binge eating and skin picking. Metopropol for heart, Vesperone for anxiety, Osmopro for IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, shit. Yeah, wow, that's a, that's a lot of fucking pills. Jesus Christ. Could just, you know, smoke marijuana. <laughs> Fuck, Jesus. First post is a French and on saying, take a medication cocktail for your protection. Speed up your death. <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. What is this? This American says, youngsters treat pharmacy like my grandma treated Columbo. Dude, yeah, dude. Nursing that bottle. <laughs> fuck, man. This dude says, what the fuck? That's almost the same number of drugs my late dad was taking when his cancer metastasized. Yeah, dude, what the fuck? This guy says, I take levothroxine. <laughs> oh, this is a Jew. Of course it's a Jew. It made my depression go away, and I'm no longer always exhausted. But that's because I have Hashimoto's. Of course you do, Jew. Of course you do. That's very good. Shut the fuck up, Kike. You need meds because you're a sick child, dick-eating faggot. Kill yourself. <laughs> Thank you, American. Thank you. Spouting truth and fact. This Polish non says, remember, Anons, they are normal. You are crazy. <laughs> yeah. This American says, the average person in the U.S. takes 10 types of meds. So if you take zero meds, just think of how high some of those numbers are to get to the average to 10. <laughs> Dude, I think everyone in the U.S. is fucking high as a kite, dude, on like 10 different medications, uh, for sure. And they're like mixing them with alcohol and shit, they don't even know what they're doing. 
Don't even know what they're doing. This Brit Bong says, I cured crippling IBS by cutting out seed oils and other trash from my diet. Processed foods are gut destroyers. This guy says, what vitamins should I take? This guy says, only take vitamins you're deficient in. A lot of people are deficient in D and zinc. Dude, that's that's correct. You, got, you can't take zinc every single day because zinc... You can overdo zinc, but you should take vitamin D every day. If you're inside of a lot, like if you're not outside at all, you should definitely take vitamin D every single day, like a thousand for sure. Or you're, you'll get like brain diseases later in life, like uh, Parkinson's and a lot of memory shit, memory related diseases. This America says, cool with the anti-Semitism OP. <laughs> Just because he's mad people taking medicine. <laughs> uh, this guy, this America says, takes Adderall green text. Green text takes sleeping pill. <laughs> LOL. It's the long-term effect of stem usage holes in the brain, something like that. <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't get people that take uppers and downers. Like, yeah, you're you can't go to sleep because you take a fucking stimulant, you crazy shit. <laughs> Why can't I go to sleep? Why can't I go to sleep? I just had seven cups of coffee. Why can't I go to sleep? <laughs> dude, insane. Yeah, we'll move on with that. <laughs> Okay, imagine yawning at your own double homicide trial. And it's a picture of Kyle Rittenhouse yawning. We're reaching levels of chat I never thought possible. <laughs> Maybe he's anemic or something. <laughs> he probably just woke up, dude. Samaritan says, he looks half down syndrome. Dude, it's because his mom look literally looks like an oinker. The Samaritan says, ever been to court? It's tiring. And he posts a picture of Kyle like looking up into the sky. <laughs> the Samaritan says, I would be drawing penises all day and checking out that slam pig. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was funny with him yawning. <laughs> Let's move on with that. Funny. Okay. Michael and Delta live stream Supreme Court reinstatement on Thanksgiving. Okay, these threads are always, <coughs> you know, props to these guys for e every single day posting a shill Michael and Dell thread. Every single day. Man, you guys have some drive. <laughs> you guys have some drive. But we're going to read this shill thread anyways because, it, you know, I didn't even know he was doing this. So, and I think it's real. So... <laughs> We'll see. Mike Lindell to livestream Supreme Court reinstatement on Thanksgiving. I don't think he's getting reinstated, but he's going to do, he's going to livestream the Supreme Court case. <laughs> so they like to miss, <laughs> whatever, she'll thread. <laughs> we'll go on. Blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to go to the fucking straight to the story. It's raw story. <laughs> They're obviously going to shield this. Let's go to the, <laughs> let's skip the story. Let's go to, let's go to the YouTube. I haven't watched Frank's speech in a while. I probably should. <laughs> CB says something about this. This was posted on October 24th. He says he's going to drop it the Tuesday before Thanksgiving. He's going to drop the Supreme Court case. Guess he's going to do a marathon on Frank's speech. Cool, I'll cut it together for you guys so you don't have to watch it. <laughs> I, it they just, it's a short clip of Mike saying when he's going to submit his thing to the Supreme Court. He doesn't say Trump's going to be reinstated at all, <laughs> which I didn't think he would. Uh, I'll cut it together here for you guys. I'll, I'll make it short. It'll probably be like a, a minute to two minutes long. Here you go. This is absolutely the biggest cover-up for the biggest crime in history, and it's really... It's really sad. I cannot wait to drop this Supreme Court case the Tuesday at 9 a.m. before Thanksgiving. And the whole world's going to be watching um, all this unfold over Thanksgiving. And um, and uh, we're going to actually do a marathon, Steve, from Wednesday night of Thanksgiving all the way through to Sunday on frankspeech.com. Nonstop showing everything. The stuff I'm seeing. Steve, I'm seeing stuff now that we're showing from these reports, from these states, these are stuff you can find yourself that everybody can enjoy. You pull them from the voter rolls and you're going, what, 25,000 non-residents voted? Of course they didn't vote in your state. They pulled their names. You're saying you're in 20 states right now doing canvassing. You're in another 18 activities. So you're in 38 states. 
you're making presentations to attorney generals and secretary of state. You're not going to give the names, but you're, you're making progress. And you are saying that on the Tuesday before Thanksgiving, which I think is four weeks away, you're going to drop a lawsuit that's going to have some sort of uh, sponsorship or somebody that's got standing who's not Mike Lindell. That right. will be at least taken, taken seriously by the Supreme Court. Don't know if it will be picked up or not. But we'll have at least one state's attorney general, secretary of state, on that lawsuit on the uh, in four weeks well, the on the Tuesday the before Thanksgiving. The states are the plaintiffs, Steve, and uh, I want to have twenty or thirty. Um, you need at least one. We've been waiting for this. Remember, everybody, for nine months. I've been telling you this. I really believe this, the the Supreme Court's there to protect our country. I really believe it, but with it, with everything we have, it'll okay. be nine zero that they at least look at it. Okay, let's not look at the outcome. Let's not look at the outcome. Let's look at the process. So Tuesday, before Thanksgiving, you're going to have an AG that's prepared to go. You're going to have the lawsuit filed. Yes. And then you're yeah. going to start that evening or the next day, a marathon of information marathon. on Frank's speech. Wednesday okay. night. Wednesday <laughs> night before Thanksgiving. This is going to be Amen, a brother. uniting. This will be a uniting, not a dividing. This will be, finally, you're going to have some, you're going to be able to say, hey, look at this. This isn't fake. This is real. Okay, we'll, we'll move on from that thread with that into the Biden leaks re-up. I, apparently, there was more Biden leaks, guys. <laughs> Even more Biden leaks. I don't know. I I don't know. Let's see. Let's look. We got OP post a picture of Biden eating a sandwich. <laughs> With the, looks like some bitch in the background. I can't really make it out. I can't even tell what part of the body. Is that someone with a mask on? I, is she like bound? She's bound and he's eating food. I, <laughs> Hunter, 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 Hunter. Oh, and then we got a picture of Hunter with, with his, his briefs on. Looking dramatic in the waves. I'm, I'm Hunter Biden. I'm famous. <laughs> And then we got, oh, here's the chick that he had bound together. We got Hunter Biden, but <laughs> I'm not going to post that in my video. Got Hunter Biden asleep. That was an old one, though. Hunter Biden was some chick with tiny boobs. This guy said, wait, did this guy lose another laptop? <laughs> Samaritan says, right? How many laptops does this guy need? <laughs> Dude, exactly. What happened? Where's this from? Where's this kid? Where's this, where are all these leaks at <laughs> coming from? Makes no sense. But also, guys, doesn't this feel like more momentum, though? Building up to something? Building up to Mike Lindell's Supreme Court hearing, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> oh, man. If the Supreme Court denies, I'm going to be so pissed. <laughs> oh, my God. Here's a picture of Hunter in his, his fucking tidy whities And you can see his, his cock just to the side. <laughs> Yeah, you're so cool looking, Hunter. How cool are you? <laughs> oh my god. You're so high on crack, man. So high on crack. Oh my god. It's a picture of this chick with like a freckle on her face, dude. It looks like Natalie. Looks like Natalie. Oh my god, that looks like Natalie, bro. I'll post it in my video because it looks very close. <laughs> It doesn't look like her nose, though. That's like a Jew nose. Natalie's nose is much cuter. I know Natalie's cute little nose. Oh my gosh, another dick pic. Wonderful. What is it with Hunter Biden and dick pics? <laughs> Just so many Hunter Biden dick pics. What the fuck? Oh, Hunter Biden watches Pornhub. Cool. Hunter Biden talking with some... Looks like a little girl. What the fuck? And, and guess what, guys? The mainstream news is not going to post about this. <laughs> oh my god, some... Some, like, girl posting in the mirror. She looks like a little child. Two, two women on top of Hunter Biden. Oh, wow. God, he has such a messy room, dude. A huge-ass ball of vodka, dude. What a slob. Rich-ass fucking slob, dude. And he has, like, a curtain made of bathtub. What the fuck, dude? This guy has millions of dollars. Jesus fucking Christ. This is a picture of Chelsea Handler. Hmm. Interesting. 
picture a lot of dick pics man jesus christ hunter you you fascinated with your own cock what the fuck picture of like three girls in his flaccid penis weird oh here he is pulling some chick's hair i could show you this one man okay moving on to the next thread <laughs> bunter hiding rubbernecking and it's another dick pic i could probably show this one because he has his hand over his dick <laughs> there you go guys <laughs> Isn't that great? Some tranny. It looks like a tranny. It's probably a woman, but God, it looks like a tranny. Weird. Weird. Hmm. <laughs> a girl with her hand over her boobs. Another member of the harem. This guy says, they're just hookers, Anon. Anybody can purchase them. <laughs> yeah. Women aren't expensive, Anon. They're very cheap, actually. God. What the fuck, Hunter Biden? A lot of, a lot of dick pics and a lot of naked women. I can't post a lot of it, sorry. <laughs> Some guy posts Hunter Biden cracked out in a fucking bathtub with the cuties dancing behind him. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Okay, we'll, we'll just move on from that. <laughs> just, just, I guess there's a new Hunter Biden leak. Weird. Odd. Strange. This next thread is, The FBI just admitted Biden is a pedophile. Green text a week and a half before the 2020 election. Project Veritas whistleblower provided a digital copy of Ashley Biden's diary to National File. Entries in the diary include the author revealing she believed she was sexually molested as a child and shared probably not appropriate showers with her father. While the vast majority of the media ignored the bombshell revelations, perhaps dismissing their verifiability, the New York Times on Friday reported that the FBI had engaged in two raids on addresses as part of an investigation into how Ashley Biden's diary was obtained. They're literally admitting that the diary was real and Biden raped his own daughter. OP links a twat. Last year, National File published Ashley Biden's diary where she wrote she may have been molested as a child and had inappropriate showers with her father. Today, the legitimacy of that diary has been confirmed by the New York Times and FBI. So Joe Biden is a fucking full-on pedophile. <laughs> what the fuck, man? This guy says, you won't do shit, nobody will. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? What the fuck, man? This guy says, holy shit, bump, they really do admit it's her diary. So they admit he legit molested slash raped his own daughter? Or she lied about it? <laughs> wow, guys. This is insane. This is insane. Basically, the President of the United States sent the FBI after... And I'm going to get to this, this final post because you're going to see who they sent the FBI after. After these people. And the, basically, many of the diaries real. It's just in, it's insane. <laughs> insane. This guy says, it's a little late now, wouldn't you say? Yeah, dude, God, do something, FBI. God, do something. Arrest the Bidens, you fucks. This American says, they will argue the diary is a forgery, no? This guy says, the FBI confirmed it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you can't send the FBI after people. It's like, it's a double-edged sword. It's like you're... When you take... Sometimes when you're too aggressive, you expose your hand a little too much. This dude says, Biden's being pushed out by them. <laughs> Yeah, do they want Kamala? Maybe I don't know what's going on. It's I get a weird feeling in my bones, guys. The the weird bone feeling is back. I feel it again. It's cut. Something's coming. <laughs> With that, we'll go to the final threat of the day. Project Veritas journalist raided by FBI. Okay, this is who was raided by the FBI, guys, over the journal. <laughs> Weaponized government agencies is the new norm. When will politicians on our side say one fucking thing about it? OP posts a picture. So the last thing they published was footage of workers in. New Jersey, filling out a ballot for a dude saying he was an illegal alien, haha. -ha. And then they're raided by the FBI. Yeah, dude. So crazy. So fucking crazy. 
it's awesome. This guy posts a picture with a, a quote from a Anon. The mark of a real journalist isn't getting a Pulitzer. It's being hunted by their government. <laughs> exactly, dude. And that's what's happening with James O'Keefe. He's being hunted by the government itself, trying to shut down actual news people. This guy says there's no NatSoc news. I'm NatSoc news. <laughs> kinda. <laughs> kinda, kinda. Yeah, guys, I don't know. This is pretty crazy. The fact that the FBI is attacking Veritas now after all these attacks by the media and the lawsuits, it's, it's insane. So we'll end the show with the Project Veritas clip, and that'll be the close. So thanks for watching. Love you all, guys. Have a great day. Bye. By making this statement, I am putting myself at great risk because on November 4th, Project Veritas came under attack. I woke to the news that apartments and homes of Project Veritas journalists, or former journalists, had been raided by FBI agents. It appears the Southern District of New York now has journalists in their sights for the supposed crime of doing their jobs lawfully and honestly, or at least this journalist. I had to think long and hard before making this statement. It's a decision that only I can make. They don't want me to defend myself and immediately try to silence me. That's why the cover letter to the grand jury subpoena we received contains this language, quote, the government hereby requests that you voluntarily refrain from disclosing the existence of the subpoena to any third party. While you are under no obligation to comply with our request, we are requesting you not to make any disclosure in order to preserve the confidentiality of the investigation and because the disclosure of the existence of this investigation might interfere with and impede the investigation." Unquote. But while the Department of Justice requested us to not disclose the existence of the subpoena, something very unusual happened. Within an hour of one of our reporters' homes being secretly raided by the FBI, the New York Times, who we are currently suing for defamation, contacted the Project Veritas reporter to ask for comment. We do not know how the New York Times was aware of the execution of a search warrant at our reporter's home or the subject matter of the search warrant as a grand jury investigation is secret. The FBI took materials of current former Project Veritas journalists despite the fact that our legal team previously contacted the Department of Justice and voluntarily conveyed unassailable facts that demonstrate Project Veritas's lack of involvement in criminal activity and or criminal intent. Like any reporter, we regularly deal with the receipt of source information and take steps to verify its authenticity, legality, and newsworthiness. Our efforts were the stuff of responsible, ethical journalism, and we are in no doubt that Project Veritas acted properly at each and every step. However, it appears journalism itself may now be on trial. Late last year, we were approached by tipsters claiming they had a copy of Ashley Biden's diary. We had never met or heard of the tipsters. The tipsters indicated the diary had been abandoned in a room in which Ms. Biden stayed at the time and in which the tipsters stayed in temporarily after Ms. Biden departed the room. The tipsters indicated that the diary included explosive allegations against then-candidate Joe Biden. The tipsters indicated that they were negotiating with a different media outlet for the payment of monies for the diary. The tipsters were represented by attorneys who handled the negotiations with Project Veritas. We investigated the claims provided to us, as journalists do. We took steps to corroborate the authenticity of the diary. At the end of the day, we made the ethical decision that because, in part, we could not determine if the diary was real, if the diary, in fact, belonged to Ashley Biden, or if the contents of the diary occurred, we could not publish the diary 
and any part thereof. We attempted to return the diary to an attorney representing Ms. Biden, but that attorney refused to authenticate it. Project Veritas gave the diary to law enforcement to ensure it could be returned to its rightful owner. We never published it. Now, Ms. Biden's father's Department of Justice, specifically the United States Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York, appears to be investigating the situation, claiming the diary was stolen. We don't know if it was, but it begs the question, in what world is the alleged theft of a diary investigated by the president's FBI and his Department of Justice a diary? This federal investigation smacks of politics. Project Veritas never threatened or engaged in any illegal conduct. Should the Southern District of New York try to take away our First Amendment rights and uncover and publish newsworthy stories without government intimidation, be assured Project Veritas will not back down. Nothing stops at Project Veritas. Let me be clear. Our mission is to serve the public's right to know by illuminating, revealing, exposing information others wish to hide for the wrong reasons. To quote Lord Acton, we believe everything kept in secret degenerates. We don't mislead or conceal. We investigate facts and potential newsworthy information. Sometimes, as was the case here, after we investigate, we decide not to publish a news story. The Project Veritas will run from nothing and we will hide from nothing. We exist for the very purpose of discovering and revealing the truth and hope to make the world a more transparent place. Now, this is not the first time we've been attacked and it will not be the last. We know why, we've investigated powerful people and in many ways, we are the very tip of the spear. But we never break the law. In fact, one of our ethical rules is to act as if there are 12 jurors on our shoulders all the time. And that truth and the truth will vindicate us. When the FBI in the Southern District of New York sees reporters' notebooks, it is not just an attack on Project Veritas. It is an attack on every American and our sacred right to free speech and a free press. The First Amendment is first for a reason. It guarantees all the other rights that follow because it's all about accountability. Without accountability, freedom itself is an illusion. So the great question is, is this an indicator in the direction that America is going? We've gone far beyond the point of partisan politics in this country. They ask us to focus on our divisions. They don't ask us to focus on the things which unite us. What unites us is so much more powerful than what divides us. The First Amendment doesn't just matter to people on one side, it matters to people on all sides. That is why I'm calling on all Americans, and especially all journalists, to stand with us for the right to free speech and the free press, and to send a message that the politics of fear will not prevail in the United States of America.